You are listening to EE Entrepreneurs, where we meet the engineers who turn their passions into business ventures with innovations that benefit people on the planet. And today, an innovation that benefits the pets that benefit the people. Hi, I'm Amy Kalnaskis, editor with EE World. If you caught the previous EE Entrepreneur podcasts, you know that we dealt with some pretty intense technology, wideband gap semiconductors, seizure monitoring devices, neuro wellness. And while we'll still talk tech in today's podcast, it's going to have just a slightly different flavor because it has to do with a bone. More specifically, a dog bone, an incredibly smart dog bone. Smart homes, smart cars, smart city. Smart dog bone? Yes, there is one now, and there is a smart pet market, too. It's a huge market, and it's ripe for disruption. And Dallas-based Pulse Pet is a startup focused on that smart pet market. We're all used to toys and devices that dogs play with, basically pieces of rubber and plastic lying down on the floor. What Pulse Pet is doing with technology is turning those toys into rubber and plastic, FDA-compliant rubber and plastic, toys that play back. Pulse Pet founder and an active volunteer at the SPCA, Santiago Gutierrez, quit his job a few years ago at a major electronics company in order to put his engineering degree to use for a good cause, and thus was born the GoBone, an intelligent playmate for pets that makes it easier to exercise and entertain your dog through autonomous operation and app control. Picture this, a bone with two wheels that a dog can chase, toss around, chew, and eat treats out of. It moves on its own without human intervention. You don't even need to be in the same room. It also connects with a mobile app so that you can control GoBone and navigate it throughout your home if you want. Stay with me and maybe curl up with the pet of your choice and let's spend a little time listening to the story from the creator of the GoBone himself. First of all, Amy, thank you for having me here. Uh, My name is Santiago Gutierrez, and I'm the founder and CEO of Pulse Pet. I'm an electrical engineer. I have worked for IBM for General Electric as well as Texas Instruments. And while working for TI, that was actually where I came up with the idea for the GoBone because ultimately something you have to know about me is I love my dog. His name is Rufus. He's a miniature schnauzer. On the weekends, I love taking him out to the park, walking, swimming. But during the weekdays, I don't have as much time to spend with him as I'd like. So being an engineer, I created the GoBone, which is the world's first smartphone. So you know how you have a smartphone to keep you busy during the day? Now your dog has a smartphone to keep him busy during the day as well. Ultimately, what it does is it um, moves around on its own and entertains your dog, uh, both mentally and physically, even while you're busy or away. And you can also control it with your smartphone so that you could kind of use it as a remote control dog bone and have your dog chase it around the house. A lot of fun to use. And we we spoke in the past, Santiago, and I when I talked to some of my friends about this, they said, well, exactly how does it work with the dog? And how does it, when you say smart, does it learn the dog's behavior? And let's talk about what sort of dogs that have used it to date, um, and we'll get into a little bit more of your testing as well. Sure. So ultimately what makes this such a smart bone is that we use uh, certain variables uh, from your dog, including their age, breed, and weight, in order to personalize the operation for your dog and your dog only. And what that does is it allows uh, your your pet to have a a product, a toy, that he's going to interact with more 
and uh, longer and more often than anything else that he plays with. And ultimately what happens is uh, two levels of personalization, which is number one, um, we have uh, you selecting your, your breed when you first fire up the app. And again, that personalizes it to a degree based specifically on your dog and the characteristics. And then number two, uh, you have uh, uh, sensors on the GoBone itself that sense when your dog is playing with it. So ultimately, if your dog is playing with the GoBone, you don't want the wheels to go crazy. You don't want the, the GoBone to run away while he's trying to chew on it and paw at it. So the GoBone kind of goes to sleep when it senses your dog is playing it with it. And when it senses that your dog is done, after a bit of rest, it wakes up on its own to entice your dog to play with it again. So what's the, how does it decide uh, what time period is too long for your dog not to be playing with it? So we've done a lot of testing and we've noticed that, you know, dogs, they, they love to get into it and they, uh, if it were up to them, they wouldn't stop. But ultimately, I think that it's very important to have a balance of play mm-hmm. and rest. So we've come up with, a, uh, with an algorithm that determines how, long, how much rest to get versus how much play. And on average, it's about 10 minutes of play and about 20 minutes of rest for every half hour period. So that repeats itself every half hour up to eight hours during the day. The software is a critical part of the GoBone user experience, and not only because it allows the device to work autonomously and through an app. The algorithm that Santiago speaks about is customized, depending on those specific characteristics of age, breed, weight, and a few other factors. Therefore, GoBone knows how much exercise a particular dog needs to stay healthy and not to be over or understimulated. For instance, a bulldog is going to move a little less than a dog like, say, my nephew's 85-pound mixed large-breed hyperactive pup of nearly boundless energy, appropriately named Sparky. The bottom line is, it works across sizes and breeds. Any size dog can use it. You know, the smaller dogs, they like to chase it around and nip at the wheels and and get the treats out of the wheels as well. And the bigger dogs, they just like to toss it around and you know what they do. Uh, They paw paw at it and just toss it around the room. Either way, they have a lot of fun, no matter if you have a small dog or a big dog. The way that works is via Bluetooth. And you fire up the app and you go into autoplay mode. And there you set, you, you basically schedule the GoBone to play with your dog anywhere from half an hour to eight hours. And once you press the Go button, it's kind of like set it and forget it. You oh. put the GoBone down and it moves around on its own. So you don't have to worry if you're somewhere else, if you're at the grocery store or at work or somewhere else, uh, whether your dog is or whether the GoBone is on or not or having to connect to it. It just works. It just works translates to. It just works after a lot of work. Santiago began this project on his own, designing, creating, choosing hardware components, and coming up with a conceptual prototype. In building the prototype and ultimately the final product, Santiago relied heavily on the open source community and open source hardware like Arduino. He experimented a lot with how he put it together based upon what he learned from testing in animal shelters and with his friend's dogs. Then he brought in a team that included embedded hardware and software engineers, a mechanical engineer, and a product designer who, in Santiago's words, took his prototype and made it pretty. And what makes it work? At the heart of the GoBone is a Bluetooth low-energy SoC, connected to a dual-motor driver controlling two small DC brush motors on either end of the device so that you can control each wheel individually. Sensors detect when a dog plays with the GoBone, and an accelerometer measures that interaction. 
A lithium-ion battery allows the device to be powered for about eight hours during the day with constant activity. I know we spoke a year ago, um, you were well into this, and we talked a little bit about how you tested the product. I thought that was pretty interesting. So could you talk to our audience a little bit about how you tested it and who you tested it with? Of course. So part of the part of my personal reasoning for creating this product is not only helping dogs and animals in um, homes, but also in shelters. We think that this is going to be a great, great product uh, for a lot of dogs that don't get a lot of physical activity and a lot of uh, care just, uh, well, care is probably not the right word, but a lot of uh, attention just because of limited resources mm-hmm. um, in most shelters. So ultimately, um, we ended up testing the build bone as a prototype uh, at a shelter in Dallas, Texas, and we tested it with over 100 dogs for over 1,000 hours just to see how they would react to it. And we had a ton of fun doing it. We have a ton of video doing it. And the dogs reacted very well. You know, having, having this, this product there um, with them uh, helped really show off their, their true personality. You know, a lot of these dogs, when they come in, they're very reclusive and they're just kind of sleeping in the corner and they're not really showing off their, uh, their true personality when someone comes in and potentially adopts them. So by having something like the dough bone that's enticing them to play actively, proactively, it gets, to, it gets them to show off their true personality. And we hope to do some studies to see if it actually does affect the adoption rate in a meaningful way. There are over 5,000 animal shelters nationwide. Only 25% of the animals in those shelters are adopted, and 60% of the dogs brought to the shelters are euthanized, or roughly 1.2 million dogs a year. And it costs taxpayers $2 billion annually to round up, house, kill, and dispose of homeless animals. First impressions matter when someone's thinking of adopting a pet, particularly from a shelter. And as Santiago said, Dogs in shelters don't necessarily show off their true personalities, mostly because they're scared and scared dogs won't behave like themselves. Some organizations like Knob Utah-based Best Friends No Kill Shelter go to extraordinary efforts to make animals more adoptable. But most shelters, and even an organization like Best Friends, rely heavily on volunteers to supplement often very small staffs. Anything that can improve the chances of a pet being adopted then is something worth seriously considering, both for humane and financial reasons. For Santiago, the GoBone is not only a great benefit for a dog in a home who can use this device to stay mentally and physically stimulated, but it also benefits dogs in shelters where there's quite a few less options for exercise and entertainment. He and his team see a future where there's a GoBone in every shelter that dogs can play with without the need for additional resources since, of course, the GoBone works autonomously. You've mentioned that you're an active volunteer at the SBCA and and this is a way of, you know, it sounds like it's a really good way of giving back to the community as well, especially what a great way to to actually test a product with, with animals who actually need that sort of attention. But you're still an entrepreneur and, and I'm sure there's a lot of challenges. So can you just tell us a little bit about what it's been like the past, what is it now? Is it about two years since I know you've been working on it a little bit longer than that, but if you could just give us a idea of what it took to actually get to, to market. I know you, I've got a great website and you've done a lot of pre-orders. It sounds like you've got some product out there. So tell us about that. Sure. So some of the challenges in being an entrepreneur is, you know, we're first time founders. This is our first company. We're a group of engineers and designers that just love technology and love dogs, love all animals. 
And we wanted to do something great, uh, something that, that had a, a social impact, not just from a technology perspective, but also a benefit to the community. And uh, part of the challenge, of course, is, you know, there's this is, creating a new product with new technology is always, always difficult. But, you know, in this case, we're creating almost, uh, to think of it as a, an autonomous robot for your dog. And that has a lot of challenges in and of itself. Software, you can fix, uh, uh, you know, release new features and patch bugs once the product is out. But with hardware, it's very important to get it right. And, you know, it's, it's a challenge to make sure that all the plastics fit correctly, especially if you have moving pieces like our wheels. Things have to fit correctly in order for you to get the, uh, the maximum speed, in order for the product to move straight. Um, and, and ultimately, there's just a lot of moving pieces when it comes to creating a hardware product. You know, you've got the, pro- you've got the, the hardware, you've got the plastics, you've got the electronics, you've got the software, you've got the firmware, um, you know, you've got the, the entire UI and UX design. And, you know, to be able to, to work on all these moving pieces and have them kind of converge at the right time when you're going to actually ship a product, that's, that's a very big challenge for anybody, no matter how many resources you have. Um, but I think that we've done a pretty good job so far. Um, we are shipping as fast as we can here. We hope to optimize our processes so that we can continue um, to to get better as a company. Other than uh, the website, will people eventually be able to see these on store shelves in pet stores? Yeah, we're, we're in talks with a few different retail locations to see what makes sense. Uh, you know, right now we're trying to understand um, why, not only why our customers buy the Gilboam, but also where they would like to see it um, if they were out shopping. And I think that that's the first step to selecting uh, the retail locations that are going to be most successful. But right now, the Gilboam is available on mygobone.com directly. And uh, again, we hope to, to expand uh, here in the near future. To start up PulsePet, Santiago left his good engineering job at a major electronics company. We asked him, why did you do this? And what questions should an engineer ask themselves before making that leap or attempting to commercialize their technically cool invention? Well, a really good question. You know, if, uh, sometimes I, I joke to myself, I wonder if I would have done this if I would have known how hard it would be to actually <laughs> get, 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 a, get a product designed and, and, and out the door. Um, I would, one thing that I would say is that it's a lot different to actually engineer a product, design a product, and actually um, commercialize the product. There's a lot of great ideas that, um, a lot of great products that folks have come up with but that have not been successful in the marketplace just because they weren't commercialized property. So you want to make sure that you get together or you connect with someone that could handle that piece as well. The commercialization piece, which is very important, um, you know, dealing with your distribution strategy. How are you going to sell um, your, your product? Are you making a product that, that folks want to actually purchase? You know, does it resonate with them? Do you know who your target audience is? I would encourage you to not only look at the technology aspect of things, but also just the practical, the pragmatic uh, uh, side of, of, of the business, right? Again, just, you know, if you see things at a store, you go to Best Buy and you see all these electronics. You know, put yourself in the shoes of someone. Uh, put your product on, on one of those shelves in your mind and put yourselves in the shoe of a customer and just make sure you could answer those basic questions. So are, are you loving it? Are you enjoying it? This has been an awesome experience. I was not <laughs> traded in for anything in the world. I love, uh, I love creating. I love the freedom that this opportunity affords me. I love the fact that I'm doing something good um, for the community, for the world. Um, I, I love talking to customers, you know, whether they're, 
whether they're having the time of their lives or they're frustrated because maybe they didn't get the shipment in on time. I just love to make them happy. And it's, it's just been something very fulfilling, not only on a professional level, but on a personal level too. I do want, you did mention, you know, talking to customers and you've got some units out there. Can you tell us a little bit, uh, maybe just a few things, what people are saying, some of the feedback that you're getting? Yeah, sure. So, so the, I, I joke with our team that uh, we want to see uh, uh, as many exclamation points as possible in the emails that our customers send us because, uh, you know, when, when folks contact us and tell us about the GoBone, you know, it typically is just a very, very excited email. Uh-huh. Um, you know, oh, the GoBone came and, and, and check it out and they include videos and they include pictures. And ultimately, it all comes down to, to being able to, to working on something for so long and being able to see it in action, you know, um, uh, customers that we we might have necessarily never talked to one-on-one and them sending us these videos and like basically strangers saying that, hey, we love your product, great job, great invention, great durability, and we're just, it's surreal. It's really surreal to think about the fact that just a couple of years ago, this was just an idea in my head, and now it's actually making its way into people's homes it's just a, it's an amazing feeling. We wish you the best of commercial success, of course, but we also appreciate, you know, what you're doing for, for people and their pets. Um, Santiago, it's great to speak with you again. And um, we're going to check in with you in, in a year or so and see how fabulous this is going. But well, Santiago, a pleasure speaking with you again. Best of luck and success. Thank you very much, Amy. It was really fun talking to you. We were speaking with Santiago Gutierrez, the founder of Pulse Pet and the creator of The GoBone. You can find out more about The GoBone on our podcast page and by visiting www.mygobone.com. I'm Amy Kalnoskis, and you've been listening to EE Entrepreneurs from EE World and WTWH Media. Join me for more episodes as we uncover the human stories behind the engineering successes that make a difference.